Heresy and History, Social Equality and Political Corruption, Tactical JRPG Gameplay, and How Are You Supposed to Pronounce Rams's Last Name Anyway? I'm the Well-Read Mage, and this is MageCast. I feel like a scholar of ancient podcast history here. This is the second episode of MageCast where I invited Nick, the Employee of the Month, and the Timely Mage to join me in a discussion of Final Fantasy Tactics, the unique strategy RPG spin-off game on the original PlayStation with a fairly heavy storyline. As with the first episode, we were still feeling our way through a podcast, and this show shows, but hey, a boost in podcast equipment helped our audio quality quite a lot. It's like upgrading a wizard to a summoner. MageCast is the podcast for conversationalists in a world where we've already stopped listening to each other. Learn more at thepixels.com, that's the-pixels.com, and patreon.com forward slash thepixels. Hi, welcome to MageCast. Well, thank you for listening to MageCast. I mean, because this isn't a a physical location. This is just an audio presentation. Um, Today, I am joined by uh, somebody who is three for three now. We've done three episodes of this thing. And uh, this guy's been here the whole time. Uh, He's got his own fan club of weeaboos now Um, (laughs) in Japan. A bunch of, uh, there's a bunch of, um, well, you know, early 20s, late 40s um, who are very into this guy. Um, They're always like team timely and stuff like that. Hashtag timely fact tattooed. Anyways, it's a timely mage, but yeah, go ahead. Introduce yourself, sir. All right. Yeah. I'm the timely mage. My name is Cameron. And that's it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you, we'll if you do, don't know me by yeah, now, <laughs> we'll do, uh, yeah, they know you by now. <laughs> oh, I got your number. Um, so we'll do. What are you playing? No Man's Sky. Still playing No Man's Sky. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. One of these days we'll have an we'll have a what are the an intervention for you? Right. Yeah, it's like ten years later, still playing No Man's yeah. Sky. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we haven't introduced this person yet. Um, so this is the employee of the month. Um, it doesn't matter what company really, because he's just the employee of the month for the month of August, 2018. doesn't matter what company, um, but go ahead. And this is, this is a guy I work with. I'm glad to have him on the show. Go ahead and introduce yourself, sir. Alrighty. My name is Nick, uh, avid final fantasy player currently stuck playing 11 final fantasy 11. See the beautiful thing about. Um, loving video games is you can make connections with people that you've just met. So you two guys have not met before, I don't think. Right, no. Um, but you guys would not stop talking about Final Fantasy XI. <laughs> <laughs> they were just like the whole time when after they got here, they're just talking about Final Fantasy XI, which I've never played. So I was thinking that would be a really interesting idea for an episode. Uh, in the future, I There's think. plenty to talk about. Yeah. yeah, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, so if this experience doesn't suck for you guys, <laughs> and you want to come back for another episode, maybe someday we'll do an episode of Final Fantasy Eleven for all you MMO lovers out there. <laughs> but today, we're not talking about Final Fantasy Eleven. This is kind of surprising that this is... Okay, so Well Red Mage is a, a Final Fantasy-themed site... Uh, and this is the first Final Fantasy that we decided to do for MageCast. And it is 
No drum roll, really. Come on. It is. No, don't touch the table. I told you. No bumping. That's going to get picked up by the cranes. Are you nuts? It was a trap. (laughs) Where's Admiral Akbar when you need him? (laughs) So we're going to be talking about Final Fantasy Tactics. Came out in 1997 by the legendary Squaresoft. Not Square Enix. Not Square. Square when they were great. Mm -hmm. Squaresoft. Okay, Squaresoft. Breaches. yeah, my yep. favorite era of, of Square. Yeah. My favorite flavor of Square. Is, uh, <laughs> Square it really song. is a flavor. It is. Yeah. You know, so um, I got a lot to talk about. Let me see what I do. Yeah. <laughs> so a couple of things we want to cover. Um, job classes, the story. I want to talk about some of the characters. Uh, talk about some, definitely the mechanics. This is a game for mechanics. We want to talk about having a job. Um, job classes, I mean. <laughs> yeah, that 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 would be great. Um, we'll talk about some questions that we received on Twitter, uh, the setting, how this game is aged, things like that. War of the Lions. Um, so, but to start it off, gentlemen, I thought, why don't we talk a little bit about um, the summary of Final Fantasy itself? So, believe it or not, there are a few people who have never played a Final Fantasy game. Have you met any? No. Well, uh, no, really? <laughs> Never? Has your mom played a Final Fantasy game? Most definitely. Really? No. Oh, okay. I was like, wow, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. We don't count family. Okay. All right. My dog has. <laughs> I don't own a dog. That's just a joke. Mm-hmm. What about you? Can yeah. Yeah. I've met people that have not. And uh, until recently, Armando wasn't was one of yes. those. Yeah, that's true. The black humor mage, who is uh, also a staple on this show, or has been at least, he's gone on to better places now, uh, L.A. So <laughs> just not really a better, better place. places. <laughs> wow. You heard the tongue yeah. in the cheek in that one. <laughs> um, but uh, recently, I was on the podcast. Shout out to Opinioneering, um, and we talked about Final Fantasy uh, with one of the hosts, Danny Murray, who. Uh, had never played a Final Fantasy game. Mm. And so we kind of, we titled the episode Final Fantasy for Dummies. <laughs> and uh, he was the, he got to play the dummy. Um, and we kind of broke it down. So I don't want to rehash all of that ground. I just talked about it. But now I get to ask you guys, since I'm hosting this podcast. <laughs> so how would you describe Final Fantasy? How would you sell it? What are the trademarks of this game? What are the highlights of this of game series, rather? Um, talk about the series generally. So we're, we're flying overhead in our 747. We're going to come down lower, and then we're going to talk about the game in general terms, and then the story, and then we'll land and talk about the mechanics. Okay? <laughs> so that's the entire podcast in airplane analogy terms. Perfect. Yeah. So go ahead. Uh, I don't know who wants to talk first, but... Yeah, well, I mean, for me, like, one of the, the most beautiful things about Final Fantasy series is um, is that each entry is its own, you know, uh, self-contained story. Um, you know, recently, I see that it's 2018 now. It's not quite that recent. They've been doing, you know, follow-up games to some of the, you know, um, games in the series. But, you know, pretty much you can go into any game and enjoy it from beginning to end and feel like you had a complete experience rather than you know some of these other series where you you get lost you, you it's hard there's a very uh big entry to a barrier to entry uh for for those if you haven't started from the beginning um so uh 
and and what's great is that they revamp you know the battle system the um uh, the character progression system you know for each entry so you know you always get a fresh experience they're always innovating um and but then of course you you know uh, with that you also get the enjoyment of having some iconic uh things that will carry over to other games you know like the class system uh, generally um in one form or another uh you know magic crystals chocobos moogles and so forth so um yeah so and that's sort of the play on the the mm. title of each game too right right it's final fantasy so it's like mm-hmm. this is the last story of this universe to tell you mentioned the sequels though they did start doing sequels which is like that's a even more of a paradox you know <laughs> but yeah. yeah final fantasy x2 in 2003 so that was already like 15 years ago, but right, yeah, yeah that makes you feel old it right does, there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, recently, oh, not and terrible person. about X2. <laughs> yeah. Well, have yeah. you guys played X2? This is not an X2 podcast, but... Yeah. yeah. Dabbled in it. Dabbled? Because... You played it. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah have, I have ten, as well, but I have... Yeah. My favorite so job amazing system right there. That, Just kidding. Uh, what did you say? My favorite job system right there. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, I mean, wife, if you're listening, just kidding. <laughs> I, I think that that um, they've succeeded at the original games like perfectly. Like you, uh, like you were saying, like you could play uh, one after another and just feel like you played a completely different game. Um, that you were in a different uh, story, a different. Your 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 emotions are different almost every time. It doesn't feel like you're just playing in uh, a sequel or oh we're gonna just redo this game and you know just add a couple more chapters to it or whatnot. Like every single Final Fantasy is its own um, journey. Yeah, really. you take a journey through it, but the they they just have not really done good at sequels. Yeah. yeah, sequels yeah. have just not been their strong point. Yeah. So what what other sequels are there? So there's X two, now not counting <clears throat> spinoffs, right? So right. we're not counting like Dirge of Cerberus and Crisis Core. No. Um, uh, thirteen. Uh, thirteen. Thirteen uh-huh. two. And then I played a little bit of turns. Yeah. yeah. Which, You've played all three. Yeah. How about you? Uh. Yeah. Okay. I have not. God forbid there's a Final Fantasy 15 too. And <laughs> I told uh, one of our mages that I would not complain about Final Fantasy 15 in a Final Fantasy Tactics podcast, <laughs> but I kind of did right there. Anyways, though, so um, I like those points, though. Is there anything you wanted to add on top of that? No, it's no? kind of, it hits no. it on the dot. I mean, that's the series. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of like the, like, the, it, 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 for, uh, for me, at least, it, it was what JRPGs were, were like yeah. modeled around. Like yeah. this is what I would kind of um, compare when yeah. I was playing. It's like other, this is the the standard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it did. It really yeah. set the it standard was. for it. Yeah, seemed like well, again. Well, I won't complain about that. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, yeah, I, would, I mean, there are a few duds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would mark my calendars. I mean, you know based on when a game was released, you know, like that's just how, uh, you know, big of a deal they mm-hmm. were. And, you know, they, they've lost a little bit of their, uh, uh, luster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, 
you know, um, you know, they're, they're still in the game, I think. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Octopath Traveler is Final Fantasy 16. You guys, it is. <laughs> spinoffs seem now to be like the strong point. Yes. So yeah, speaking yeah. of spinoffs, we're talking, like I said, about Final Fantasy Tactics, which is a spinoff. It's not a numerical entry. It came out around the time of Final Fantasy VII. Um, and so, you know, like the the Final Fantasy that got people on board of Final Fantasy on a large scale. Um, so we talked about the series. Now, talking about tactics, what are some things that uh, are different about tactics? Like what sets tactics apart from the mainstream series of, of Final Fantasy? Job system, for one. Yeah. Well, uh, you had jobs in like, yeah, like but this is like really jobs. Yeah, yeah. Like okay. you had jobs. Yeah, but like uh, Final Fantasy One, they had jobs, right? You picked one at the beginning, and right, and stuff like that. But this is like ten times that customization to the max. Yes, extreme customization. Yeah, yeah. In game, in the middle of the game. Yeah, yeah. On Which we'll fly. get the job classes. So what else? Uh, well, I mean, obviously the uh, the game type that it was you know the, the part term- that's in the title is isometric turn-based yeah tactical rpg so um yeah that, i think that really earns its its uh spin-off status yeah yeah right so i remember when i picked this game up that exact copy uh that you see before you <laughs> and uh sorry listeners um but you don't get to see it um and thinking that it was going to be just like, you know, Final Fantasy VI and VII that I was enjoying at the time. Um, and it played out a lot differently. To me, it reminded me instantly of, of, of chess, um, just on a much more complex scale. Um, but definitely that tactical aspect set it apart. Um, another thing that I think sets it apart is Final Fantasy has a lot, especially the early games had a lot of like silliness to them right you know and and really like seven is a good example seven could get real serious but it had some really silly stuff in it yeah you know like i'm sure as soon as i said that you can think of like (laughs) oh yeah so like kate Kate (laughs) sith in itself is like a really silly (laughs) character that could get like a little dark at sometimes like the game could but like even when you had what was that? I think it was the Emerald Weapon charging toward uh the Junon cannon or whatever it was, and Tifa and Scarlet having a slap fight minigame <laughs> on top of the cannon. You're <laughs> just like, This is perfect. <laughs> like, yeah. The balance, yeah. The balance is great. Um but s- tactics now um has a bit of a darker tone to it, I think. Mm-hmm. More of like a mature sort of a tone to it almost like um and actually talking to you uh reminded me of this yesterday i think nick um it reminds me of a tale of two cities but in a fantasy universe so you've got like the commoners against the nobles especially the very heavy theme at the beginning of the game um and it feels very grounded in like this very much more realistic world it's not like you had everybody has flying machines and crystals and friggin like crazy magic everywhere, you know? Right. But um, I think that level of, of groundedness is one thing that sets it apart as well. Yeah, absolutely. One of my favorite parts about it too. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah I love that so color. how do you rank this as in your favorites? Now that we talk about, it, you mentioned the word favorite. We have to mention that. <laughs> okay. Oh. I could say automatically. Cause I just uh, did yeah. that like top 111 favorite games. <laughs> so to me, it's six, um, tactics. And then I forgot what a nine or seven can't remember, but what about for you? Is this your favorite final fantasy? Of all is time? this my favorite final fantasy? Uh, no, no. Probably be my it'd probably be my number two. Okay. Behind. Seven. Seven? Yeah. Get out of my house. I'm sorry. <laughs> Seven's a good I mean, that was like yeah, that was like my childhood Final Fantasy the game like that stands out all yeah. the time. I mean yeah. this game and that game were like I'd spent more hours than yeah. I should have. And it's yeah, it's getting to, it's getting trendy to hate on seven, it seems like. But seven's a great game. Yeah. I mean, it's the game that like everybody played. I'll die hard back mm-hmm. it up because I, yeah. I mean I love it. Like, you'll have to get, yeah. open a Twitter account. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Cameron? <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, eight is my favorite uh, uh, Final Fantasy, but um, beneath that would be twelve. So I'd say Tactics. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I might put it under that. Maybe three. Maybe four. What would you put in the third spot if it was four? It, um, probably, um, probably uh, ten because it, you know that was also a really solid uh, RPG. Yeah. You know, a lot of no, emotional like content. Yeah, a lot of people hate on ten too. I like ten. No, yeah. ten's a great yeah. game. Ten's a great game. Just take out uh, Meg Ryan. I mean, um, <laughs> Ty- Titus. And- <laughs> okay. uh, yeah. uh, dude, after ten protagonist just went downhill <laughs> yeah think about it, you have like you have titus lightning vaughn mm-hmm. and noctis oh. and that's a step oh, down anyways yeah we're not gonna go down that <laughs> um so yeah i like um one of my favorite things about tactics uh and its uniqueness that groundedness um i've referred to it as like pseudo historical so it feels like something that could have happened in real European history. Uh, the game feels very French, mm-hmm. which to answer a question that I wrote down, how do you pronounce Ramza's last name? Ramza, I don't know how you say it, Ramza. Who cares, Ramza? <laughs> how do you pronounce his last name? It's like, was it B-E-O-U-L-V-E? Go ahead. In your French accent. Bale, Bale, Bale. <laughs> yeah, no, I. That's how I always said it in my head, but I'm always wrong with those yeah, things. Yeah, so. and keep, bear in mind, I don't know the answer, so right. I'm just asking the question <laughs> to the void. I've always said, be, "Let me look at it again." Beolf, Beolf. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, mine was mine when I was be talking about it is mostly like Beolf, Beolf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Beolf. It's Be-olf. a weird. Yeah, that's a weird word. It looks French ish and then you say it you're like this doesn't sound like anything no it sounds like germanic or something. <laughs> <laughs> or something i know but uh um yeah but i like the the french flavor of this game mm. definitely sets it apart from the steampunk of uh seven and the sci-fi of eight mm-hmm. and the medieval uh high fantasy of nine and then you've got this weird, just really realistic kind of a game. Um, how about favorite characters? You guys have favorite characters in this game? Do you are remember we, any? Are we ta- wait, so we're talking about story characters? <laughs> no, well, yeah, but we're going to talk story still. We're sort of still talking about 
just generally tactics, the essence of tactics, like tactics, that sort of thing. <laughs> the essence. The essence <laughs> of tactics. What does this like mean? the incense of tactics, you know what I mean. Yeah. No, I mean, for me, I uh, I don't know. I don't know if I really had a favorite character. I mean, obviously, Ramza is a good guy. Um, and so you can kind of root for him and relate to him a lot. Um, but I didn't feel like he had a really strong personality that I felt connected with him. It was um, almost like a window character, right? right? Yeah. He didn't have too much. Yeah. And, you know, Delita had a bit of that... Um, sympathetic yeah, villain kind of thing going on so now, did you guys like delita that's my guy you like delita <laughs> yeah. i actually didn't like him playing through the game i thought he was kind of a jerk mm. i'm leaving yeah but i mean you i i understand you know like his sister gets killed in like probably the most memorable scene in the game for me at least where mm. august like shoots her and then shoots the hostage and i was like or shoots the kidnapper or whatever yeah he just shot the hostage but um yeah and that scene sticks with me and you understand like delita's rage especially him being the commoner and being mistreated by nobles and yeah Yeah. i think delita was to me is most relatable um because uh he's he's just that guy that's um like you said he's a commoner right Mm -hmm. so you're like okay is this is this the the, the regular Joe on the street, but then he's trying to create his own destiny yeah. while changing the course of his nation that he feels, you know, needs to go in the direction that, I mean, of course, that he feels that it should right. be, but he um, he puts his all into it. Yeah. And so I, that's what I always loved about him is that, like, bad choice or not, he never, like, really second-guessed. Like, he was just like, this is what I got to do. Yeah. You know, he would have those moments, but it was just all like he would come right back to the same thing like that. I'm, you know, this is what needs to be done. This is how I change my, my stars basically. Yeah. And when I think of delete, I think of like power hunger. Yeah. You know, which again, you can't blame him Mm -mm. because that's the only sensible way to, it's not like if he remained a commoner that anything was going to happen to him. Right. He couldn't change anything. He had to make his destiny. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and that, and in that world, that's through power, and yeah, and yeah, that's really good, really good point, you know, about um, about Delita, and he's yeah, that's what I really liked about, and what I love about a lot of these characters, um, especially that uh, in in the world that Matsuno makes, uh, you know, they're really complex, you know, they're they're not just black and white, you know, yeah, like so Agrias. The, yeah, the female knight character. Yeah. yeah, I thought she was a great character. Just right. Like, yes. Yeah. Um, starting to feel sort of like the weight of her righteousness, and um, actually, I'm like, I'm trying to remember the character exactly before <laughs> I say something stupid. And I like the part where she had lasers and could fly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I like that. Um, that it's like her her virtues were conflicted throughout the story. Like I felt that made mm-hmm. her a really interesting character. I almost always had her in my party for because I liked right. that character yeah. so much. So, Same here. Yeah. But uh the the story takes place in what's the name of the world? 
Evilese? Evil, Evilese. Evilese. Okay, I'm glad you guys pronounced it that way. So we were talking in the Discord chat about how you pronounce this thing. Luckily, Final Fantasy XII, they do pronounce it as Evilese. Mm-hmm. Um, but that gets you away from Evilice and... That's just sounds I- terrible. Evilice mm. and... <laughs> Evilice! Yeah. But it's Evilice. No. Yeah, no. Hopefully you're not playing video games like that. Right. But, um, <laughs> well, if you do it in that voice, it might be... Fun. Yeah, that's how I'm, <laughs> I yeah. read every every. <laughs> yeah, you play like an old RPG where there's no voice acting. Every conversation is like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you must die now. Yeah, like whoa! Like your parents walk in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Evilise is important to the Final Fantasy franchise mm. and Square projects. For what reason? Why? Why is Evilise important? Why did I just say that? Don't know. I don't know. Oh. I feel like there's supposed to be a right answer to. Yeah, this it's because they reuse the <laughs> yeah the world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. We failed the evil Easter line. Yeah, you can yeah. doubly get out now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, do you want to explain that? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hands down my my favorite worlds um, in Final Fantasy, and probably my one of my favorite worlds in all of media. Mm. Um, it's just so. Uh, it's beautiful, robust. Uh, there's so much to it, and uh, yeah, I, I, and yeah. So they used it in Final Fantasy Tactics, um, and then loosely it was in uh, Vagrant Story, and then uh, and then of course they brought it back full force in Final Fantasy Twelve, mm-hmm. and then I believe I, I haven't played it, but in Final Fantasy um, Fourteen they uh, they brought it in some fashion. No, I don't know. Yeah. Have they? You're the only one who's played 14 here. <laughs> yeah. You don't know? No. Nope. Triple E, get out. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, so this chart here says, Evilise is the setting for Final Fantasy Tactics in 97, Vagrant Story in 2000, Tactics Advance in 2003, 12 in 6, 2006, uh, 12 Revenant Wings. Have you guys played that? I did. Yeah. yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah. You guys Weird played game. <laughs> yeah, when they were like, and it stars Vaughn, I was like, no, forget it. Um, Still gave it a try. Yeah, I was like, you had me at both here, but you lost me um, uh, Tactics Advance 2, Grimoire of the Rift. Uh, Crystal Defenders, which I don't think... Mm-hmm. either of us none of us have played mm-hmm. uh and final fantasy Fa- final fantasy tactics s in 2013 so yeah that's that's right um it doesn't say 14 though i don't know yeah well yeah i don't i mean because it's not the world of 14 but you know they, they're kind of merging different i don't really know the story of 14 but they're they're uh they, they're bringing in like the gold saucer and you know just oh, things from other I games see. you know okay sort of like a dimensional like the kingdom hearts of final fantasy <laughs> right yeah yeah 14 is very convoluted weird story yeah. <laughs> it's really hard to piece together yeah. <laughs> so okay so yeah we got Evilise. we got the dark french dark roast french of <laughs> of final fantasy tactics the dark roast cup of coffee yes um some of the themes that i remember from this game equality definitely um the corruption of power Mm -hmm. power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely um the pursuit of truth which is one thing that i really liked about um final fantasy tactics um treating truth as like objective truth and you can conceal it you can withhold it you can reveal it 
Um, but historical facts remain historical facts. Mm-hmm. I liked that about, about tactics. Yeah. Um, knowing what I know now about like ancient manuscripts, evidence and things like that. I wish somebody had just in tactics, you know, cause there's the whole thread of the church concealing like the true nature of St. Ajora, which is definitely like this Christ like figure betrayed by one of mm-hmm. his disciples and things like that. Like that's totally a Christ reference. Right. Um, but I wish that somebody had just been like, well, here's the manuscripts and look, you can point out to where like they changed it. Cause like, you could just do the opposite in real life. Like I've seen the dead sea scrolls in person and like, oh, wow. yeah. Yes. Have you seen, were you there? Mm-mm. Okay. No. Did you guys know this story? Mm, that I'm about to tell. No, Do you no. know in advance what I'm about to say? I know. Okay, forget it. Then I'll <laughs> say it. Um, once I got to see the Dead Sea Scrolls, the Scrolls of Qumran, and they're very, very cool. The Great Isaiah Scroll. That's like as like super long one piece scroll. Um, and at the time, I remembered how to read Hebrew because I studied it in college, and so I whipped out my pocket phone Bible. And like looked at it and then looked at the Hebrew and it matched. And I was like, that's nuts. Okay. But if you can't do that, then that <laughs> shows that you kind of made some changes. Yeah. And the church has some explaining to do. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, but I wish that they'd done that in tactics. Uh, but it kind of would have ruined the story at the same time. A little yeah. anticlimactic. It would have like, destroyed it a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> if like a, a, a scholar of ancient literature was like, excuse me, <laughs> it appears there was some perjury in the case of St. Jorah. The twist would be kind of. Yeah. Yeah. In se- yeah. In second Bolognians chapter seven. <laughs> yeah. Bolognians. Yeah, that's a dumb pastor joke. <laughs> I'm sorry to listeners for I saying that I would say a relevant joke. Okay. <laughs> relevant. That's I'll too good. G- I'll give it to you. Yeah. But anyways, um, so why don't we talk about story next? We'll try and summarize some of the story. Mm. It's going to be rough. I'm trying to summarize. <laughs> I think that's this very long story. Yeah, okay, long so movie. here's the thing. Yeah. Like, you just start talking and, and words come out. And then <laughs> that's how you and make... And we have a story? And that's how you make a podcast, kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, it all started back in 1492. That's not the yes. actual date, but let's say it is. In the land of Ivalice, there was a 50-year war, right? This war that dragged on for a decent period of time. And uh, after the war was over, there were a bunch of nobles who were all like, (coughs) nobility. And then the commoners who were like, eh, we're poor. And the nobles and the commoners didn't get along because the commoners were fighting for the nobles nobles during the war. But um, the nobles didn't pay them or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I read an article on this today, I swear. Uh, (laughs) But uh, we're summarizing a game from a while ago. Okay, this is a summary. Um, So in steps our hero who's not really the hero of the story. So like the game is told from the perspective of a scholar who's retelling the story, Mm -hmm. right? After discovering some new documents that shed new light on it. Uh, Ramza who is a noble, who's sort of an obscure character in the story, is actually the main character in Tactics. And Delita is the hero of this story that's being told throughout Ivalice. And so the, these documents come out, right? And uh, what was the guy's name? Uh, was it Durai? I can't remember. 
somebody who's listening is going to be like, how dare you? Right. <laughs> actually, actually, yesterday, I think it was two people told me, how dare you? Right at the same time <laughs> on different threads. And I was like, why I make friends? Uh, <laughs> but um, so anyway, Ramza is a, a, a noble and Delita is a commoner. They both join uh, this like military cadet thing. Uh, and they go around fighting a bunch of uh, upsurgents and uh, rebels and things like that. Some of the commoners who were, you know, disillusioned and disenfranchised by the nobility um, decided to put together what was it called? The Death Corps, I think. Yeah. Um, and um, so they're causing a bunch of ruckus. Ramza and Delita have to go and and take care of that uprising. And then Ramza sort of has like starts having these doubts about. Uh, his life in the nobility and nobility in general. Um, his brother is kind of Dysodarg. Mm-hmm. Remember that name? Uh, it's unique. Can't stand that name. Yeah, <laughs> it has a weird name, Dysodarg. Trying to read it hurt. Like right, yeah, you're you like know? my yeah. eyes. It was one of those words that was just you, painful to say and painful <laughs> to read all at yeah. the same time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he was kind of a he was kind of a punk, but uh, very much the nobility in a character. Yeah. Right, and then you had his other brother was Zalbag, mm. who <laughs> what a name Zalbag, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, that weird character. And people are like, "This is French." They're like, no, <laughs> okay, no, not all the names. Lost are the French. French part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, but Zalbag was sort of more like Ramza's father, just like you know, actually noble, uh, dignified warrior type individual. Uh, and then he had a sister, Alma. Almia, Almia, no, no, it was all (laughs) (laughs) Alma. See, there you go. (laughs) I think it was Alma. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, anyways, that was his family. Delia had nobody because he was a commoner. Uh, he had his sister Tata, uh, right, and so Tita. However you want it. Oh, Tetra and Tita. War of the Lions. Like oh, they R. changed it into War of the Lions? Changed, yeah. They changed it in War of the Lions. Oh, a no. lot of the names come Okay, so that's a good that's a good interjectory statement. What is War of the Lions? Now, I know, but I mean, <laughs> for our listeners' sake, <laughs> like yeah. some, some grandma in like Wisconsin is like, what the heck is War of the Lions? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's just a uh, kind of a like a spruced up um, remaster, I guess you can say, version of um, Final Fantasy Tactics. You know, they improved the the graphics, uh, they fixed some of the bugs, and um, did a overhaul with the translation uh, for that game, which was amazing. So yeah, yeah, some of the translation needed a little a little more time. Yeah, yeah, it changed. I think it changed some of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, names meanings and stuff kind of got flipped around yeah in that one and they they added uh bothier in that one yeah oh really yeah uh-huh. you can play my- oh now i really want to play. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm all about that bothier oh yeah <laughs> so um so where were we ramza and delita are enlisted in the cadets and uh they meet this other uh, rescue this other noble child named Algus, who is probably the worst character in the entire game. Uh, what a what a horrible person. Yeah. Yeah. You just hated him from the start. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> oh gosh, let him die. And then yeah. like if he dies you get a game over, you're like, well right. dang it. 
I think I, I even let him die one the first time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everybody did that. Because you're like, I'm not this saving is... this punk. <laughs> first time, I was like, I want to see what happens. Okay, you lose. Okay. Second time you play through, you know, like, you you know you hate him already. So then you just let him die on purpose just to feel good about it. Yeah. And then you beat it and move on. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Rams and Delita and now August, you know, they go on and and they're they're sort of engaging the death core um delita's sister is kidnapped um and a bunch of other things happen <laughs> and then uh one of my favorite fast scenes forward. Fast forward, one of my favorite scenes in the game where they're rescuing uh delita's sister and august mm. orders them to open fire on the kidnapper as he's holding delita's sister as a hostage kills delita's sister in front of delita who flies into a rage obviously warranted um and august is just like you dogs <laughs> like you know typical like noble, noble child noble yeah. yeah um so that's the time when you get to just murder him and he deserves it and so he feels much. justified yes <laughs> which i read now in war of the lions that he comes back for an extra boss fight as like an undead like lukavi demon possessed that wouldn't surprise me yeah um but yeah if you guys don't remember i read it and I was like, well, that's cool. You get, like, an extra opportunity. Extra feel-good kill. Yes. They should just make a game right. where, where there's, like, a punching bag. It could be, like, even a motion controls game. This would be so great. This would be so great, Square. Um, listen. If, yeah, listen. If, uh, if you had a game that was just a punching bag of August and you had your motion controls and you just like beat the snot out of that <laughs> thing every single time turn on the game and you just do it again that'd be great um after that ramza is definitely disillusioned with the uh, nobility so he goes off and joins a mercenary group led by gafgarion uh who is i like his name too yeah got like a cool like ring to his name yeah uh who's like a dark knight right i think yeah, and the name really yeah. feels kind of dark knightish yeah. like Gaffgarion. Yeah. Gaffgarion. Yeah. swear to me uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so he joins that and honestly i cannot remember the rest of the story <laughs> so i think that the strongest part of the story actually too and it's probably better for spoilers anyway but i think the strongest part of the story is the first part of the story leading up to um delita's sister's death i feel like that's really it's tight it's grounded and then you start getting into the stuff of like you know like we mentioned earlier um it, it rams is branded a heretic because he learns that you know there's all like this history of the church and some members of the of the nobility um concealing the fact that um, there's actually like a plot by demons to use the wars to take over the world, the Lukavi, mm -hmm. right? And uh, like you fight a couple um, people who horrifyingly turn into like these crazy demon monsters that you fight. And uh, Count Draclau was the one that I always remember. He turns into like super fat. Like yeah gross looking yeah looked yeah. like his stomach was about to burst open yeah yeah that was a creepy boss fight yeah they yeah. did really good with it i think with the with the demon bosses like yeah, yeah. they're all very unique and mm -hmm. they felt like events too yeah like the we fight oh my right. gosh when he turns into the bull 
Oh, thing. and you were like... <laughs> and you save in front of that thing? Did you guys do that? Because it was a multiple boss fight, right? It was like three fights in, and it prompted you to save. And you were like, I saved I in do? front of it. Yeah, and then I couldn't go back. And that fight is so yeah. stinking hard. I had to reset my game one time. It's like a trap. Yeah, it is. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, you never trust. Don't trust. Bosses. No, don't. Tr- yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and never save. Final Fantasy, you never yeah. trust. Bosses. Multiple saves, you guys. If you you know you're not used to playing RPGs and you're listening to this, always do multiple saves. Mm-hmm. Always, always, always. Mm-hmm. Stagger. Like, yeah, stagger your saves. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know those Lukavi are um, in Final Fantasy twelve, right? They're the espers. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. The uh, so I know it starts with a Q. The uh, the fat. Draclau, Count Draclau guy. Uh, Quicklain. Yeah. Quen, Quinlain. Quicklain is how I pronounce it, but it's probably oh, wrong. No. But, uh, <laughs> oh, <I'm just> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> starts with a C. So it doesn't start with a Q. It's Quicklain. Yeah. Quicklain. Somebody out there is going to be like, Excuse you. It's Welsh for potential interruption. Recording. Yeah. This is the proper way. <laughs> Let me clear my throat. Yeah. Oh, another clarification too. This is not the same story as Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Okay? No. A lot of people have asked me that question. If that's you listening, it's not the same story. So don't worry about it. You could play Tactics. I don't really recommend Advance. Tactics yeah. Advance. I haven't is, played is it kid, too much. Kid gloves yeah, version. Kid right. Gloves yeah. Very much. So. Yeah. And that's actually what I started with. I, and I played that before. I played really? Tactics. So yeah. you played a Nintendo you poor, poor yeah. man. console in one yes. point in your entire life. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I won't embarrass you. <laughs> okay, so then uh, Ramza finds out that Saint Ajora like never existed. Actually, he was this uh, demon known as Ultima that the church is trying to revive. So you know he goes around trying to find allies. He does in some folks. He doesn't in others. He's a heretic, but he ends up stopping. Uh, this is spoilers. He ends up stopping <laughs> Ultima from rising again. We win. Yeah. And this game is like 20 years old. Shame on you. If <laughs> you, you should know. Yeah, like, um, and uh, and saving the day. But it's not like a hero's ending. He mm-hmm. kind of fades into obscurity, right? Yeah. Because again, yeah. this is... History repeats itself. Yes, a retelling of that. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I do believe that uh, the historian was also... Uh, burned at the stake. Mm-hmm. Right? Branded a heretic. Yeah, branded a heretic. Yeah. yeah. So and let that be a lesson. Again. Yeah. And that's happened in re- in real life. Yeah. Like I, yeah. might, I might be a Christian, but the church has done some awful things in, oh, yeah. in real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so always hold it accountable. Timely fact. Uh, there's uh, it kind of started. This game kind of had a bit of a controversy with the church um, on the topic of inerrancy. And uh, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. with the American Church, I'm I don't know who because I mean, the American Church is always upset this. of it or something. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I didn't know that. Well, I knew that uh, there was in the '90s you had the whole thing with the violence and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but inerrancy is a doctrine, right? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I think it makes. So my take on it again as a Christian is I think it makes a good point that you have to be able to demonstrate inerrancy. Mm-hmm. You can't just say, well, this is inerrant, and it not be. Yeah. Um, and it just be like a load of hogwash. And it be, like, demonstrably wrong, you know, and you'd be able to show, like, oh, look 
like here's something written around the same time to clarify. So not like in a, you know, like an agnostic gospel or, or I mean, excuse me, a Gnostic gospel or like a lost gospel that was written like 400 years later compared <laughs> to like, you know, contemporarily written documents um, that show, you know, something was actually incorrect, you know? So yeah, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Test and test and test and prove and prove and prove objective reality objective reality objective reality. <laughs> but let's talk about uh let's talk about favorite jobs let's talk about jobs period because we haven't really even explained that so you kind of touched on it a little bit earlier nick what are what are jobs because i don't have one so i hate a job okay so final fantasy um as a series sort of known for uh its class system its jobs system which is a staple in a lot of rpgs this game though takes the classic final fantasy job system and blows it the heck out of the water Mm -hmm. um like so we mentioned earlier final fantasy one had jobs that you could pick at the start of the game like thief fighter monk um black mage red mage red mage red mage red mage a white (laughs) red mage again and one more red mage and then white mage um and so and then you know they would change over time yada yada whatever um and then the second game had jobs i have not played the third game but i know it has jobs uh the fourth game was when they sort of put story over that mechanic right and so jobs were stuck with characters Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. you couldn't like cecil was a dark knight until he became a paladin you know um sorry i said it like i just came out it's like sounds like hateful toward the well, i don't know i just i just felt it was a step down he's like keep him dark knight the dark knight is so cool i mean you know like when you okay think of it this way when you see cecil cosplay is it the dark knight or the paladin version <laughs> it's that, the dark knight that's not, that's that's a, that's a bad argument yeah <laughs> how dare you that's not a bad argument perfect argument um it's like transcendence though quadruply get yeah. out no, <laughs> you're never being invited back okay like transcendence like the 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 movie starring uh johnny depp no oh okay why would you do that to me that's a great movie though it was all right really yeah it. i thought it was good it was all right i don't yeah. like johnny depp but yeah well, that's terrible he shit. played like a machine most of the time so i was like that fits his acting style robotic <laughs> Like Shots every movie fired across the yeah. bow here. <laughs> I hope you're listening, Mr. Depp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, time to change. Yeah, time. Yeah. Uh, but what were you gonna say before that? No, I just think action. that like it was just a you know like the culmination of his life's journey. You know, the Dark Knight was just kind of like you know i don't know like the the low part of his life you know he's struggling with inner demons and right like oh it that. made and sense for the like, character but yeah he looked just hating on the paladin it's okay, he looked though. a thousand <laughs> times cooler at that's all that matters. if we're talking about looks then okay i'll that's give it to you all that matters just pure looks <laughs> yeah the job classes were uh things in this game where you could pick you could pick a class or a job for a character at any time, unless they're, um, you know, like with you for a short time or whatever, um, story restricted. Um, but so let's say for example, Ramza starts off as a squire, right? That's the basic job class, but then, 
uh, as you gain levels as a squire, you could become a knight, you could become a thief, you could become an archer. Then you gain love. I loved it. It was just this branching tree so much. You could become, you know, a dancer. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Not if you were a female. If you were a male, you became a bard. Uh, You could be a ninja, a samurai, a lancer or dragoon, a monk, a uh, white mage, black mage, time mage, um, an oracle, a mediator, a summoner. Am I forgetting? I know I'm forgetting some. Calculator? Calculator. Yeah. How could can't I forget? Remember. Can't, can't forget that. That's probably my favorite thing <laughs> was, in this game. Yeah. So each job had a different skill set, had different abilities. So a black mage cast offensive magic, white mage casts healing magic, time mage support magic, um, summoner summoned these huge monster spells, um, a mediator could charm creatures to join your side um a bunch of thieves could obviously steal knights could break enemy um enemy equipment um but then once you learn some of the skills for a job you could switch jobs and still use some of those skills from your previous experience as other jobs which made for so much customization endless yeah an archer with night breaking abilities just <laughs> like dangerous yes from a distance like climb on top of a hill and like shoot like an arrow that like breaks their helmet and stuff like yeah. that oh that's so good it's like the idea of just creating a sniper like yeah <laughs> just snipe specific parts yeah exactly and they end up just fighting you naked <laughs> yeah so like i mentioned calculator was one of my favorite oh geomancer was another one but yeah it was, uh, poor geomancer yeah a poor yeah nobody cares a calculator was so cool because it used math-based attacks. So, like, you would just... I don't remember any specifically, but it would be, like, based on, like, prime numbers or something like that, and it would cast, you know, a, a spell on all of the areas on the map that matched up with your number that you selected. And so you could, like, wipe the map with oh, yeah. uh, with a calculator. But at the same time, it was kind of... uh uh, capricious you know it was kind of unpredictable to an extent i'm um, like if you knew exactly what was going to happen great but obviously you didn't have maps memorized unless you'd played them tons of times or looked it up online but this is 97 98 guys, <laughs> so not yeah. too often um so some of my favorite uh job classes though real quick were calculator uh ninja for sure yeah. just because it's a ninja and uh, i know i knew it's probably summoner uh summoner or black mage black mage is super iconic looking um yeah yeah but what were some of your favorites uh utility wise i you know uh ninja you know with the dual wield was pretty useful and then um yeah summoner you know you can't go wrong with the summons um and then uh you know generally like just aesthetically i, I love samurai class and dragoon dragon was pretty good utility wise as well yeah but um, when you land one of those jumps yeah it felt so good uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. but if the enemy moved before he landed you're just like well i wasted you're fuming the whole, whole time, time. time. <laughs> <laughs> you're fuming the whole time until he lands <laughs> you're like get back down here <laughs> so you can go back up <laughs> yeah and then uh you know 
I'd probably get kicked out of the club if I didn't mention Time Mage, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'd be done. Yeah. Well, Time Mage was so cool, though, because the, yeah. well, the, the slow and I mean, haste, you haste. mean, come on. Haste is, well, yeah, give you such an edge. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Nick? I'm going to speak nostalgically here. Okay. So, Samurai chemist. had the... <laughs> <laughs> that was the one we forgot to name. Uh, Nobody uses yeah. a chemist. No. Yeah. I mean... I a mean, throw no. item, though, yeah. is useful. It had some... Yeah, it has some use. The beginning classes actually had, like, um, s- some pretty useful abilities to carry over. Yeah. In fact, like, you know... Throw rock. Um, maxing out... <laughs> yeah, throw rock. <laughs> well, maxing out squires to get the JP up. Yes, uh, and then that was one of the like primary ways of uh, of power leveling because mm-hmm. you kill everyone down to the last guy and then do um, accumulate. Yes, over and over and over. Yes, again. Yeah. in the swamp, yeah, where the goblins can't exactly. cross the water, you right. just sit there for an, He's like, and yeah. then you find out the glitch where you just get infinite. <laughs> and points. you're like, I spent hours. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! But yeah, so this game is kind of easy to break, you guys. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know that if you've played it, um, the original at least. I can't vouch for War of the Lions, but um, yeah, yeah, I don't know if you guys remember or not. But so it's like it's a really hard game unless you break it, and you can break it very <laughs> right. easily. Yeah. Right? But if you're going in playing it blind, have fun with that. Yeah. Save often, but right. stagger your saves. <laughs> <laughs> so nostalgically, uh, Samurai had mm-hmm. the most beautiful abilities. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know. The swords and Yeah, their like sword draws were just fantastic. Like, I just feel so cool. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just running into battle and just this, this beautiful sword draw right up on them. Like, yeah. Dragoon, of course, is like mm-hmm. you can't you can't leave Dragoon out. Like you well, know? he looked so cool. He yes. and she, they're like you're literally wearing dragon themed plate mail. Yeah, that looks so cool. Yeah, and, and the idea of jump was <laughs> such a cool like ability. It's just it, like we've talked about, so difficult to yeah. to. <laughs> properly utilize it you know it's if you weren't like just waiting for that mage to start casting something and then pop up you know you'd just be praying like please land please land Mm. um looks wise honestly the thing that the class that always caught my eye i just thought that um that they made the the character models just just absolutely fantastic were knights yeah, I love the I loved cool. the the cape how it draped. I love you know just the 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 body piece and everything like male or female. I mm-hmm. thought knights just look solid. Mm-hmm. And a group you know? of knights on yeah. your team, you're like you I'm just feel like so boss right. Right. Now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just feel like I'm gonna rush everything. Yes. yes. <laughs> you know, and that's what I, it would it would cause me to like. I would have at least one knight on the team. I'd just grab yeah. like the nin. I would always grab. Uh, dual wield on it though because then i just be like yeah oh yeah <laughs> and, and guys if you've never played this game go just google final fantasy tactics jobs and the sprites look amazing still mm-hmm. yeah. they look they're really well put together um and the artwork looks great for them too yeah um but we forgot to mention mime um which we, we didn't, didn't forget, use too no. much <laughs> um it's like well all right and then uh also, they added new job classes to War of the Lions, which were Dark Knight, Dark Knight, yeah. Onion Knight, and Onion Knight. Yeah. Um. So Onion Knight, that's a throwback to Final Fantasy three. And was it 
terrible um, class. It really was it. Was, so what was yeah. its shtick? Because I've never played. It was like the. It, well, it was kind of like the Red Mage of Melee, right? Oh, that's sad. It was like oh, the yeah. Jack of All Trades of, of but it was just classes, yeah. but it was just like, it couldn't do what a Red Mage could okay. do. Okay, so <laughs> the only things I dislike about Tactics is there's no Red Mage, and there's no Blue Mage no, characters. No mage, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um, what about Dark Knight? Was it just like, like HP absorbing attacks and things like that? <sighs> yeah, it was yeah. really similar, right? Yeah. To... Gaff Gary. Yeah. Yeah. And you came in wanting to play it like with that nostalgia, like I'm you're like Dark Knight, and then you're like, Yeah. (laughs) You try to like name him that too, like I'm gonna make a Gaff (laughs) Gary. Leave my party. (laughs) That's funny. I replaced you. But I wasn't very uh impressed with both jobs. Like I wasn't Mm. happy with them. No. It's all about a whole team of dancers, you guys. Oh god. Yes. I did that. (laughs) Okay, so we were talking chit chatting before. Um, you guys have played this game through once. I've played it through like a handful of times. I can't remember exactly. Seven, I think no, you said. I said seven, but it might have been a falsity. It was a handful. A falsity. We'll say handful in Alabama handful. So, <laughs> so it was more than five um, times. And uh, because I like to play an RPG and name all of the custom characters. And the customization of this is out of control. But name all the custom characters like... Uh, after some series or something like that. So I played one run where I had, um, you know, like all Final Fantasy characters. Cloud was in it as a cameo. You could get Cloud as a playable character. As a cameo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Like, well, pretty huge cameo. Yeah. Not even really a cameo. In appearance, I guess. Right. Um, But I did that. I did it once where uh, I did all literary characters once. Um, So obviously I had a Gandalf that's right. my black you mage. You have to. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I don't remember any names other than that. <laughs> but, you made him a black mage, though. Black mage. That was an interesting choice for Gandalf. Well, I mean, pointy hat. Yeah, but I mean... Like, He's not going to be a white mage. Like, magic-wise, though, he is. Healing? I mean... <laughs> no. He did not Gandalf lean towards... Could, Gandalf could... Uh, what does Gandalf do? Fire, <laughs> hey, hey, this fireworks. Black fireworks, mage. black mage. He didn't the create the fireworks, though. He had them. Like, they... Well, where'd he buy them? From Walmart? This middle <laughs> earth. <laughs> this conversation got stupid. So, uh, sorry, what were we talking right, about? Rewind now. Okay, and then I played, I played once through... Guys, I was a teenager at the time. I apologize, but I played it once through with an all-female team I mean, of characters, and I named them like after like starlets from the Final Fantasy franchise. <laughs> so you know, I had like obviously everybody's waifu Tifa was yeah. in there. Eris, um, I had her die halfway through the game and then didn't go back to Phoenix Downer. <laughs> um, just kidding. <laughs> I mean, dedication. That would have been, been serious dedication. Yeah. To that. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, really, it was a good run, but it's time to go. Yes, but there were <laughs> so many different job classes, so many different variations, variations in the stats. You had bravery and faith, um, variations in the Zodiac system. Like we were reminded of that by Playjack on Twitter, who said, I really loved the complexity of the Zodiac system in combat, which was sort of different effects and advantages based on uh, a character's Zodiac sign uh, and an enemy's Zodiac sign, right? So one question we received on Twitter was from PSN underscore electric DC, 
who said, what do you think is the most underrated job class? So I immediately thought of <clears throat> chemist, but I actually don't think chemist is that great. So that wouldn't really count as underrated. No, yeah. Yeah. Underrated. Mm. Yeah. It's not an underrated yeah. job. I would say. Job. <laughs> now, again, I don't really know in like the Final Fantasy Tactics fan circles, like what's underrated or not. But I do know that uh, Oracle and Mediator aren't talked about too much. Mediator is especially with the range on the guns, the ability to charm enemies. Um, I think is really good, but you don't hear too many nods to the mediator. Yeah, I think those two jobs were like the uh, it like goes to the easy to play part of the game, but hard to master because you really had to like know what you were doing with mediator for it to actually be really effective. Yeah, you know, like night you could run in. And just start swack, whacking things and, and yeah. be cool, you know, because he can wear they can wear heavy armor and whatnot. But mediator, you really had to plan out um, what you were going to do on the battlefield with them. Uh, but underrated, underrated, underrated. It's kind of hard. What about you, Cameron, what do you think? I don't know. I mean, I guess you know, like you said, I, I'm not really. I don't know what the community you know has latched onto or whatever. But you know, I probably felt that the um, mathematician was, or is, this, is that what they're called? Um, calculator. 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 There you go. Yeah. There's a, a arithmetician is what they're the, called in War of the Lions, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 So a bunch of different people, like from people from the UK, were saying like different names. I was like, ah, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Is that in this game? <laughs> but, uh, um, I actually pulled on Twitter, somewhat. Um, asked people what were your favorite. Um, job classes and ninja was by far the most right. mentioned mm-hmm. i mean it's a ninja you know right. for crying out loud like of course it's gonna be named summoner got mentioned a lot and dragoon got mentioned a lot um i think archer is pretty underrated um archer can get you get you some some decent advantages at the beginning of the game especially before you have more the more advanced classes mm-hmm um, the ability to pick a, a bow and, you know, spam fire somebody at the top of a cliff or a tower as they're trying to scramble up toward you is so satisfying. Yeah. You know? And I think what Archer did have, like, a, a range um, mechanic to it, right? Like, if you were higher. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Elevation. It would expand your, yeah. Which makes sense because you're shooting in, you know. Right. And I, I would agree with Archer because even mid-game and in-game, the... Um, job combinations that you could do with, with it. With Archer, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could really make, like we were just talking about, uh, mm-hmm. you can make an uh, Archer um, sniper. Uh, sniper and yeah. basically snipe off all their armor. Yeah. Um, the Archer could be mixed with a lot of different abilities and effectively do them at range, mm-hmm. um, which made them invaluable. I think, uh, you know, a lot of classes... Uh, in Final Fantasy are up close, you know, to really do the damage. Like, a lot of the Black Mage and Summoner were in the back calculator, but we had, like, Ninja, Thief, Samurai, Knight, um, Dark Knight, all, you know, all kinds of different melee classes. And Archer was really could be a powerhouse if you um, if you geared it right and, and did its abilities right from far away from safety. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, definitely. Um question from 16-bit dad 
do you feel that Square perfected the job system in Final Fantasy Tactics, or did they improve on it with Final Fantasy XIV? Now, I have not played Final Fantasy XIV. Neither have I. And that leaves us with <laughs> one man. The one man. Only one man can answer the question. Um, no, I think that uh, Final Fantasy Tactics is kind of the the bread and butter. Uh, 14, um, I think, just worked on top of Tactics, you know, idea of the job system. Um, but I really feel that 14... Uh, fell short um, in terms of making the jobs as unique as um, tactics is. Um, tactics job system, like we were just talking about the, the hundreds of different combinations you could do an all summoner party, an all oracle party, or, you know, your mixed match party. And uh, you would feel that uh, in like the mixed match parties that every, every character you had on the field was... Uh, its own unique advantage and had to deal with its own unique disadvantages. Um, 14's job system really is kind of a, uh, it looks the same, but plays most jobs play and feel basically the same. You don't feel unique uh, when you're, when you're a specific job, mm-hmm. you know, the tank jobs in that are basically the same. Uh, if you're a DPS, uh, if you're a damage job, Sorry. Uh, yeah. MMO talk. For, I'm yeah. currently playing an MMO, so <laughs> the MMO talk just spills out. For the out. lay that are listening. Yes. If you are a damage-dealing job, such as a bard or a black mage, you're, you guys are basically doing the same damage, just with a different animation. So it didn't really feel like, you know, um, unique, yeah. you know? So, mm-hmm. you know, Ninja in Tactics is awesome. You were running around powerhousing, but then you've got Summoner that can basically blow the whole map up. Right. And even, too, a Ninja felt different from a Knight. Right. A Knight was a sturdier but weaker um, uh, unit, right? And then the, the Ninja was faster and could hit harder, but it was like a glass hammer. Yeah. If he got hit, you went down fast. Like yeah, a the Ninja knight- couldn't really equip. You know, unless you did, you know, support abilities, but right, yeah. The knight was it was kind of like their take on I like a tank. on the tank, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was there. I think it was really their first, like, in my opinion, their first version of a of a tank. Yeah. So question uh, tank class. So, so question on that, because um, now we're talking about tactics in the broader context of um, of RPGs and things like that. So this is from Fritztalgia on Twitter, who said, "Let's be honest." It is frequently overshadowed by other Final Fantasies like Seven because Tactics uh, spin-off status. It is a spin-off, but it also set a standard for the genre. How did Final Fantasy Tactics mechanics impact the strategy RPG genre as a whole? We're not gods, okay? We don't know. But uh, I have as not, a whole is very that's difficult. A hard question. I thought that was the hardest question we got, Fritz. Yeah. Thanks, but uh, no, they really thank you. um, I feel like I want to say that the level of customization and respect for interchangeable job classes is tactics biggest legacy, not its story, not its isometry, not if that's even a word, isometric gameplay. Um, (laughs) I like isometry. Isometry. I just said it to sound smart. Go roll with it. Yeah, if Black Humor Mage was here, he'd be like, (laughs) (laughs) that's... He'd be calling you out. (laughs) How dare, yeah. 
He's my um, yeah private pretentious sniffer. Every time I say something that's aloof, he's like, <clears throat> "Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Thank you. Yeah. I need lane stair sayers." Um, but I feel like yeah, tactics legacy is its its respect toward the job system and the interchangeability. It's probably of the Final Fantasies that I've played. It's my favorite job system. Um, most of the Final Fantasies that I've played, they lock, they either lock the the job classes in, or they give too much customization to where each character can be homogenous. Um, like ten, for example, you sort of start off with oh my goodness. with that, but this on the sphere grid, right? But yeah. eventually, by end game, you're everywhere, and every character has the same sort of uh, base abilities, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the Sphere Grid was just a beast in itself. Sphere Grid when was you amazing. First, mm-hmm. When I yeah. first started playing it and I opened up the Sphere Grid and I was just I looking at like, oh my gosh, <laughs> there is so many, yeah. you know, paths to take and, uh, and just, yeah, yeah. the Sphere Grid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, this, I, had a, I had a poster of the Sphere Grid when that game came out. And uh, I just used to stare at it. I was like, "This is a thing of beauty." Even if you, <laughs> even if you don't like Final Fantasy X, like the detail and thought process that went into creating that is just amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, out of the job systems in other Final Fantasies, I think this was my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I felt it. It probably had uh, the most. Um, iconic jobs and uh yeah, i mean yeah minus like, red mage oh <laughs> what's a red mage like, that, that was your one strike yeah. <laughs> and also you can't get out <laughs> finish this podcast by myself <laughs> as a time mage come on uh, <laughs> um you know but yeah just like that how you can you know like it's more than just having these these uh classes on its own, you know, you can mix and, you know, you can create your own class in a way, like by, you know, yeah, mixing their abilities, you know, creating like your own type of, you know, because otherwise, you know, in most Final Fantasies, a class is relegated to one role, but, you know, it, you can create a new type of class since you can kind of uh, mix their abilities a bit mm. and uh, create this whole different role um, that you wouldn't normally do with, um, with an archer or, you know, uh, with a ninja and so on. So, yeah, I, I think yeah that complexity makes it probably the best um, class system. Yeah, yeah. Out of the Final Fantasies. Huh? Yeah. Um, another question I had written down. This one's from me. Uh, was uh, is this the best Final Fantasy spinoff game? I would say so. Yeah, I was I'm yeah. trying to think of other Final Fantasy spinoff Dirge games of besides. Service. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> crisis core yeah um, no yeah i mean i was trying to yeah, think of any other serious spin-off yeah, games but yeah, uh, you're like serious you're like serious <laughs> actual spin-off games right I, uh, Decid- i'm gonna list off a bunch here Decidia, Decidia, the theater however you pronounce it the music one theater. um theater rhythm yeah all the bravest um Record Keeper, Curtain Call, Explorers, Mobius, Brave Exvius, World of Final Fantasy, A King's Tale, King's Final Tale. Fantasy Fifteen. Um, <laughs> hey, let's go back in time yeah. a bit here. No, you got so. Type O Dimensions. Um, you've got uh, yeah, Crisis Core. There it is. Dirge of Cerberus, Crystal Chronicles. 
Um, I guess the tactics advances count. Um, it's like a spin-off of a spin-off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mystic Quest. That's going way back. Man. Um, yeah. Adventure and Legend 1, 2, and 3. So probably. So, yeah. It's, it's yeah. yeah. I think it's the best spin-off. Yeah. If you talk to any, you know, a person who plays Final Fantasy in any way, shape, or form, I think that tactics would stand out to them. Mm-hmm. as a spinoff more than any of the other stuff unless they for some reason were diehard city of fans or something like yeah that. <laughs> they're like know? no Dissidia yeah. is the new street fighter too i mean, yeah i yeah. think other than the niche people you know um the most iconic one the one that you think of most when at least for me uh for spinoff is tactics yeah yeah definitely absolutely. so given that love for it we we received a lot of questions on well three, <laughs> which is <laughs> which is a, a lot. A lot of people asked questions, which is really cool. Um, but three people asked questions that were fairly similar. I'll read them here. First one is from Esper Dreams on Twitter, who said, "Do you think Final Fantasy Tactics should be should get a remaster or even be remade for current gen systems?" Uh, Srick three sixty said, "How successful?" Would a Final Fantasy Tactics remaster be if Square announced it this year? Would there be any demand for it on current gen consoles? And Nerd House Plays asked, "Do you think a true sequel would do well in this day and age, considering the demand for one and how much hype there'd be if one was announced?" So, questions about a remaster, about a remake, and about a sequel. What do you guys think about that? First of all, not going to happen. No, because Square's too busy like creating pogs for final fantasy 15 <laughs> and like they're creating like all these weird like oh we have bubblegum wrapper comics that tell the backstory of luna freya uh, like oh thanks for that i'll make sure to buy your line of bubblegum we're feeling some rage towards 15 yeah, yeah. right now I, again yeah like you have to buy our bag from gucci in order to get noctis backstory <laughs> <laughs> well darn it the last time i shopped at gucci i got kicked out this day and age though yeah, i mean that's that's the, the bottom line and right? i think we're seeing a resurgence in remasters and remakes yeah mm-hmm. there are so many coming out and and so many playing upon um that nostalgia factor and sometimes they come out and people are like yeah this wasn't actually a good game like when Tr- crash bandicoot trilogy came out <laughs> like yeah. a lot of people were like thought they were better than this <laughs> your nostalgia lasted for like 10 minutes yeah you're like ah, yeah. yeah like forget it yeah but um but there are so many remasters coming out minus final fantasy 7's remake because it's Ugh. never coming out dude i i'm just like that's the edge of my seat waiting for it yeah no, you're gonna fall <laughs> I'm gonna off gonna the edge like, yeah i'm gonna fall into my right. coffin yeah by your the time buttocks will back. lose like all blood flow <laughs> the edge of your seat before that game comes out i'll be in a nursing home by the time it's uh yeah, and that'll that's what'll do you in. You'll see like a commercial <laughs> Final Fantasy VII. Now, <laughs> now augmented reality action RPG. And you're just like, <laughs> Nurse comes and in and just puts you down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he died that day. Uh, what were we talking about? So remaster, <laughs> remaster, sequel. Okay, sequel. so I think that um, I think that Final Fantasy as a brand. Uh, should only be remastered. Okay, I explain like, yourself. I, I I'm not a fan of I, I'm not a fan of sequels. I, I don't think that Tactics would have a very 
solid sequel. Okay, so what do you think about this? This is from a dude, or dudette, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay, sorry. Um, this is from a an individual, presumably. If they're a bot, I'm in trouble. <laughs> but this is from an individual on Twitter, a metal in blade at Riot Blues 1990, who said a good follow-up to the original game would have been a prequel set in the 50-year war period. And, you know, and they went on talking about how you could play as Ramza's father with uh, Sid Dolphus, who is, you know, in the game as this older character. You could set up the events for, you know, uh, the Zodiac. Uh, what is it called? The Zodiac Battle or, or whatever. Um, Zodiac War. Can't remember. <laughs> the, the, the substance of tactics. Yeah, um, War of the Lions. Yeah, War of the Lions, right? And so you... Like, it's such a rich world, you could probably tell another story. But does the story need to be told, right? Right, because, I mean, I think the the whole theme is, uh, well, one of the major themes in tactics is that history repeats itself. Um, and I think, while I would definitely play a prequel, um, I think the story's already been told. Yeah. You know? It's nice that it's a standalone. It's nice that it's a Final Fantasy. Yeah. So it's not a video game that's tied in with an anime and a movie and trading cards and pogs and t-shirts and mm-hmm. a Gucci bag and all those, those things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, uh, and in a way they did a prequel already. Yeah, now you start laughing. Is <laughs> <laughs> the culmination of yeah, things. You're like, you're like, Oh, I know what he's doing. Like, we're about. going back to this again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So as I say, like, uh, you know, they, um, in a way already did a prequel with Final Fantasy 12. Um, yeah. Final Fantasy XII as a prequel for Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah. Uh, that's a story for another day. <laughs> that's a good... We need to do a Final Fantasy XII uh, um, podcast episode and prep by watching the Star Wars prequel trilogy. <laughs> yeah, I think the idea of, um, of going through that war is enticing... And like you said, I mean, the 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 gamer in me would have to play it. Yes. But um, tactics is just for me. It's just wrapped up in a bow. Like yeah, it's, it's just perfect on mm-hmm. its own. Yeah. yeah. Not you, perfect, you, perfect, but yeah. yeah. But when you complete it, you just feel complete. Yeah. Yeah, you feel good about it. Yeah. And I think a prequel or a sequel would just kind of unwrap that bow. Yeah. You know, and show you the and dirty just have undersides. like an ugly brother to it. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, <clears throat> remastered, I think would be difficult. Um, but I would love to see what they c- could do with okay, it. Okay, so how about the distinction between remaster and remake, mm. to where they build it, you know, essentially from scratch, but build the same game with new everything. Um, sort of like what we're seeing supposedly from Final Fantasy VII, but don't change it. Don't make it, you know, an action RPG. Make it still a tactical RPG, still a strategy RPG, still, you know, on the isometric planes. A lot of the same stuff, but add in new features, obviously, but rebuild everything, make everything look different. So earlier we were chit-chatting before the podcast started about it looking like Octopath Traveler. Now, if they announced tomorrow, Square is like, oh, by the way, we're remaking Final Fantasy Tactics. It's going to be called, wait for it. Final Fantasy Tactics Squared 
<laughs> That's a double pie because it's from Square and it has Square. Oh, please stop. Has a Square <laughs> movement pattern. So, anyways, uh, <laughs> and uh, and after you woke up from the coma induced from laughing so hard you pass out from lack of oxygen, <laughs> then you'd be like, "That's a cool idea." Like if I found that yeah. out and they showed, you know, they showed like like some environment that I was as beautifully realistic as a triple a game today but it was still set on like an isometric plane uh and it was still a tactical rpg because you sort of only see tactical rpgs <laughs> you sort of only see tactical rpgs in my opinion at least in like the double a and the and the um the indie range you know, um, like yeah, I see across a, the threshold. Yeah, I see a lot of tactical indie games, and I'm just yeah. like, eh, it's not. And the, the sad part is, they do. They look like the past, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. They really yeah. haven't. And this would. This is the difficulty with this genre or with this with this type of game is that um, its graphics and its look has really stayed mm-hmm. in the '90s. Yeah, like, it really hasn't. You know. I I'm on Steam all the time and I'm I'm going through oh, so many Steam. Yeah. yeah and you know Steam I'm going like through all the rut, different indie yeah. games I've been looking for Sorry I said that a similar <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking for a similar game uh to Tactics and uh the problem I'm running into is like I don't want uh while I believe that I love Tactics and I think it's beautiful if I'm going to get a new one, a whole different story, a whole different system and everything, I want uh, I want updated graphics. Especially on modern hardware. Yeah. 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 I mean, I got a maxed out computer. I want to use it, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, imagine playing something that was as, as, as graphically beautiful as Final Fantasy XV to say something positive about Final Fantasy XV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one thing you're going to hear as, from him. It's a gorgeous looking game, but as, as beautiful as Final Fantasy XV, as detailed, as rich, as varied, as epic in scale. But a strategy RPG and not an, you know, a button, where, you know, a game where you hold down circle and can beat the entire game. Right. You know, um, I think that would be really cool. Yeah, I think sequel, no. Remaster, no. Remade. I'd be definitely interested. Yeah, what do you think on that, Cameron? I would have to go more of the route with uh, like uh, making it the same game, uh, looking, uh, updating the graphics with uh, Octopath Traveler. So that's like you a know. remaster, right? Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, but you know, yeah, you don't want to. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? You yeah, wanna... just that aesthetic works really well with that type of game. Um, uh, and and you know and yeah, just seeing these characters in full realistic 3D proportions would I don't know uh, it would be just weird. it would be weird yeah it'd be a little jarring yeah. I can see that logic I can like isn't Ramza in, D- in Dissidia yeah <clears throat> yeah and he looks weird with a nose yeah kind of like oh, yeah, <laughs> so which is a really good point you know, yeah. they may not trans like it may not translate, translate well yeah. into they would have 3D. to they would have to sell it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It couldn't just be like, "Oh, this is it," but you know, we're just changing the graphics. They would right. have to make it something that you could believe in. Mm-hmm. And and it's a good it's a good point making with the Octopath Traveler because they it is a similar um, 
art style, but they've really taken it to that to that next level in terms of you know making you feel like the graphics are kind of brand new. Yes, with the way that they're portraying it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's just it's subtle too. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's a three dimensional plane, two dimensional characters. You're like, is this two point five D? Is it two point seven five? Yeah, you get that. Yeah, it's the just, environment is yeah. just it a feels fresh, different. Yeah, so. We've been recording for a while. <laughs> I think it's probably a good time to start tidying it up. So um, we're going to close out talking about some games that we would recommend that are similar to Final Fantasy Tactics. That's sort of what we do at the end of this thing. I know, Nick, you were just saying, I'm looking for one, <laughs> and I can't find Well, then don't play on Steam. That's all I have to say to you, sir. You sell me your diving. PC. <laughs> Wow, I'm okay, feeling I'm feeling coming the hate towards probably you. the most heathen-y console heathen I know. If that's still a term, I don't know. But Cameron, you are all about that console. So but I will back you up on the Steam hate. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, I'm yeah. gonna stick firmly with my Steam love. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it there's a mage there's a mage who wrote for us, Infernal Accountant Mage, shout out, dude, uh, who said, I find your oh no, this is not gonna be verbatim because totes from memory. But it was like, I find the level of of anger that you have toward what's essentially a bookshelf to be impressive. And he was referring to how much I hate Steam. I was like, <laughs> I guess it's just essentially, it's a platform. But I was like, yeah, but I don't, like, okay, so when people say the average game today is better than the average game in the 90s or 80s, I was like, dude, the average game is like any number of 10,000 games that comes out weekly on Steam for like two cents. I was like, please. Oh, God. <laughs> or like you have like a bazillion indie studios making like, you know, mobile games that are just like, oh, here, pet the puppy forever. And you're just like, that's the whole game. <laughs> this is another conversation. It is another. Thank, thank you. Thank you for wrapping it up. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about Steam another time. But for now, let's talk about similarities. Uh, Cameron, I feel like you didn't get too much opportunity to talk this time. I apologize. Um, we're just very robust no. and bulldozery. <laughs> Sorry about Nick, that. Get at no, <laughs> Quintuply. No, just kidding. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're excited. So go ahead though. What are some similar games or a similar game that you'd recommend that's fairly similar to Tactics? Well, I think you know what I'm going to say by now. Uh, oh, I think I do. The <laughs> Last of Us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's my recommended game for like every. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, all right. So yeah, my recommendation would be um, Tactics Ogre. Let us cling together. Um, it's um, it's made by the same guy, and it's uh, pretty much the same kind of game. Um, really beautiful and well done. Uh, also, a more recent game is uh, Banner Saga. Um, oh yes, yeah. and I was expecting you to name that one too. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, which that, is on console? It's Nick. on Steam too, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and on mobile. And <laughs> but uh, yeah, I haven't uh, played the the one that just came out. But um, yeah, that was a really beautiful game. And then uh, also um, going back to the PS One era, Front Mission Three. Mm. That was a really good one. Yeah. And then um, and then not. Not a tactical RPG, uh, but if you like Final Fantasy Tactics, um, as far as its themes and its aesthetic, uh, definitely Vagrant Story in Final Fantasy XII. Yeah. So. Yeah, as far as the setting and yeah. the themes and stuff like that. Absolutely. What about you, Nick? I'm still dumpster diving, apparently. Okay. So. <laughs> All right. So I got two. I got... This game surprised me. 
and it was Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. And okay, <laughs> when I first saw that game, I was like, "What the balonies is this nonsense?" And then I saw a man weep over it at E3. Yeah, weep. Yes, I'll show you that after we're done. Okay. And uh, and I was kind of like, it blew me away. I was like, there are human beings who care about what they do in this field, and, I, and not everything's a cash grab. I mean, might have been for the company, but for this man, he was like, you know, like meeting his hero Shigeru Miyamoto, and like, well, who's who who doesn't have have Shigeru as like their hero? <laughs> I, like, I, yeah. I have Shigeru's pajamas. Anyways, um, <laughs> Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, very dynamic um, tactical RPG. <clears throat> the most recent tactical RPG I've ever played. I could not believe how in-depth and difficult it was at some points. I never beat the side content because some of it is so hard. Insanely hard. I'm going to show you that game That's after surprising to hear. Yeah, it is surprising to hear. And then the other one is... dun dun dun, dun. Cartia, the word of fate from PlayStation 1 1998, the same year that we got Tactics. Cartia was a, uh, a tactical strategy uh, RPG from Atlas, and uh, not as pretty as Tactics was. Um, harder, uh, as, as far as I remember. I don't think I ever beat it, but it's from the same year, so that's a good recommendation, I think. But Nick, you got nothing? You're uh, stuck in that dumpster getting AIDS from all the needles that people oh. on Steam do that. And do the dumpster analogy for 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 Steam is so great. And I want it's, you to know it's painfully hurtful. No. Yeah, and I want you to know too, listeners, that uh, the Timely Mage beyond just coming up with that dumpster analogy, dumpster diving analogy for Steam, also had the genius to name this episode. The Zodiac Killer. <laughs> I laughed so hard. Uh, so that's the episode. Well, gentlemen, it's been a real pleasure talking about this game. This is the first uh, retro review podcast episode that we've done. Uh, it's been a pleasure to have you. First Final Fantasy episode as well. Thanks a lot. <laughs> the awkward silence go ahead and play us out sam sam yeah that's it now you could say bye to the audience if you want <laughs> you don't have to because right. i haven't figured out an elegant way to end this at all <laughs> i have a good one <laughs> yeah yeah when i was on the opinioneering podcast and like to open uh one of the hosts, Jason, was like trying to come up with like a little jangle for himself. So he's like, bippity boppity. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if that's going to catch on. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to Jason. You're a cool dude. History repeats itself, but for now, we're closing this chapter. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to learn more, you can visit thepixels.com. That's the-pixels.com and patreon.com forward slash thepixels. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review and don't forget to subscribe. All music used in this episode belongs to its respective creators as credited in the podcast description. This episode may be over, but the legend will live on. Passed down by the dwarves, the elves, and the dragons. <laughs>